0: Building an engaged email list is one thing, but determining how often you should email that list is a whole different ballgame. So I'm curious, are you participating in inbox overkill? If you're bombarding your subscribers with an overwhelming number of emails, it can lead to frustration, disengagement, and ultimately unsubscribes. And nobody wants that, right? So let's talk about it. Have you ever wanted a bossy big sister for your business? Someone to tell you exactly what to do to create high converting copy so you can close your laptop with confidence knowing that you've created words that work? Welcome to the Copywriting for Business Owners podcast. Hi, I'm Megan Wisdom, a certified copywriter and bona fide big sis who's helped five, six, and seven-figure business owners make thousands of dollars through email marketing. Listen, I understand how exhausting it is to find leads and try to make money online, but it is possible for you to grow your business. You just don't know how. Let me teach you. I'll share copywriting and email marketing tips to help your business connect with your ideal clients who will actually buy. It's time to stop struggling and let's start selling. Real quick, I want to share this review I received from Heather. And she said, for someone who struggles with sending out emails, this podcast has given me the excitement to tackle my next email with confidence. Thanks, Megan, for giving me the encouragement I was looking for. Thank you, Heather. I'm so glad that you feel encouraged. That is the whole goal of this. And if you want to encourage me, then hop on over to Apple iTunes and leave me a review because I'd love to hear how this podcast is helping you and your business. So let's talk about how frequently to email our list. So the first thing we should consider when determining that is the nature of your business and also your subscribers expectations. So are you running an e-commerce store? Are you a content creator or a service provider? Because different industries and audiences have different needs. Unfortunately, owning an online business is not like owning the local coffee shop where a customer walks in, they're recognized, you chit chat about the latest happenings in our life and then start making the sweet cream latte with no simple syrup without even being asked. Yes, that may or may not be my life because I spend so much time at that coffee shop. But anyway, what I'm saying is that when you have a storefront, you have the privilege of knowing your customers on a intimate level, a more intimate level. Whereas with an online business, you're primarily communicating through the written word, like through email is one of your main forms of communication that you have with your clients. However, bombarding them with daily promotional emails really might lead to fatigue. And they might see that so often in their inbox that they just start ignoring you or unsubscribe, which is worse. So there are some big marketing gurus, (coughs) Russell Brunson, who really promote this idea of email everyday method. And I say that may work for the big guy who can take a big hit of unsubscribes and it really not make a dent in their list size. But for the regular average small business owner, daily emails could really frustrate your readers. And (laughs) Really lead to huge unsubscribe rates, so I would definitely argue against that. Sorry, Russell. So, how do we strike the right balance? What is the right amount of emails? So, first things first, consider your audience. There may be specific seasons that your product or service requires fewer emails than others. For example, um, I work with a lot of business owners in the education space. In June is a time of year when teachers really don't want to talk about classroom stuff. They are tired of school and they just want to sit poolside with a Colleen Hoover novel and ether ice cream. Like, leave me alone, I don't wanna talk about school. So it's a good time to back off of emails during June. But likewise, there are some seasons where more emails may be required. For example, if you own an Etsy shop and and you specialize in handcrafted Christmas ornaments, of course you're gonna be emailing more in the fall than in the spring, it just makes sense. So pay attention to the type of business that you have and what your audience may or may not expect. Another thing you can do is listen to your subscribers. send occasional surveys or polls and then just gather their feedback. Ask them, just ask them about their preferences, their expectations, how often they'd like to receive emails. This data will really help you shape your email strategy. Another thing you can do is segment your list based on subscriber interests, their behavior, their purchase history, things like that. So instead of sending your email out to your entire list and potentially risk unsubscribes, you could just send this particular email to the people that you know would be interested in this Specific product or service. For example, if you're a boutique owner, then you have a variety of different clothing options in your store. You could segment your list by purchase history. So let's say you're getting ready to promote summer swimsuits for women. Well, you wouldn't want to send that necessarily to someone who has only ever purchased menswear. Um, it's possible that the customer is a woman who might be interested in swimwear and you could definitely segment by gender and stuff like that. But if you want to be on the safe t- side, then you could just omit this particular person from this specific specific email promotion and just bring them back in the next one. So one final thing you can do is allow people to opt out of a specific promotion. Let's say that you're getting ready to launch a new program or service and you know that there's going to be uh, a sequence of like seven emails or daily emails for just a week. You can give people the option to say, if you're not interested in this product, but you want to stay on my list, click here and I, you know, you'll, just to be put back on our regular email sequence or something along those lines. More prosaic, please. That sounded <laughs> that's not what I would put in my opt out. But anyway, you can allow people to actually just push pause on a specific promotion and then jump back in later. So that way you're not losing them forever, you're just they're just going to step aside for a moment. So what's the answer to the question, how often should I email my list? I hate to tell you, the answer is it depends. It really depends on all these things that we've talked about. But here is my bottom line basic recommendation. I think any business could email once a week and that's going to be good because you're setting up consistency it's it's important to be consistent with your audience and stay top of mind which means you're always in the back of their mind so when they need you it may not be now it may not be next month but two months from now maybe they need you and you're top of mind you're you're consistently showing up and providing them value so that when the time comes they will purchase your product or service but when does it become too much daily for sure i believe that's too much. Now, where's the in between? You really have to know your audience and you have to know your offer to figure that out. It could be two times a week is your max. It could be three. It really just depends. Sorry, I know that's not the easy answer, but it's the truth. So I hope you'll try implementing some of these things into your email strategy. Think about your audience. Think about your industry. Think about when might be a good time to add more emails, when it might be time to back off. And then listen to your subscribers. Just ask them. Just ask them what serves them best. And then hopefully you'll see your engagement rates rise and your unsubscribe rates fall. Hey, real quick before you go, if you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I'd be so grateful if you shared it with a business bestie or better yet, leave a review on iTunes because by doing so, you'll help this podcast reach more business owners who can learn how to use copywriting to grow their businesses. And that's what we're all about here. So thanks.